this is a new podcast. Sharon's never done a podcast before, so she's probably shitting herself. Although, pretty funny, our flatmate just came down to tell us something. <laughs> and we opened the door and we've got like studio lights and stuff on the bed. And Tricky absolutely thinks that we're shooting a porno right now, so... Mm-hmm. So this is like... <laughs> Only fans, but for, <laughs> but we just a shite podcast. Um. Anyway, this podcast is called We Think a Couple of Weirdos. Yeah, I think that's pretty appropriate. It's very true. We're going to call it You're Weird Too. Uh huh. Because the the whole concept is we're weird, and you're weirder, but we know that everybody else is weird. So we thought, do you know what we'll do? Like we'll just film and make up the natural habitat that is our bed and our life <laughs> and just talk about we spend so much time in bed it's not even mm-hmm. it's to be fair we don't use the living room so this is our chilling spot Aye. and it's so much better than a couch I've, I've lived out my bed since I was like I know this is 18. your thing and I've adopted it since meeting you I never ever ever used to chill in my bed Ever was always a pure living room person, even in flats, channeling with flatmates in their rooms, in the living room, always hanging out. But this is definitely a, a Paul thing, I feel. Aye. And it's just to chill in It's the bed one of the things as well that everybody that kind of like, well, everybody that comes into my life just adopts it. <laughs> and right, I think okay. probably <laughs> it's kind of like weed in that sense. <laughs> Nobody comes into my life. To be fair, that a, was already in my life. <laughs> As a partner in you. <laughs> Disney, take up smoking. I turned people into stoners and sedentary, bed-bound fucking sloths. Well, not quite with me because it's just been the bed thing that I've adopted. The other thing was already part of my life before we met. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. Do you, well, do you know what we could do? Because we, we just like rolled on this and we don't really know what we want to talk about. We watch a, mm-hmm. an American podcast called Tiger Belly, which is basically like Bobby Lee and his missus just sit and interview people. And we thought, fuck man, we should just sit and talk shit. Um, is it though? Or is it more just Bobby Lee <laughs> sitting, riffing with friends? I like that though. Mm-hmm. I think I, personally, if I'm watching... I don't watch like a lot of podcasts, but if I'm watching a podcast, I like the more chill vibe. Uh-huh. The kind of formal interviews sometimes. I mean, it is good if you're really interested in the subject, but there's something nice, I feel, mm-hmm. putting on a wee podcast where it's like sitting with your friends. And this is, I mean, obviously like I've got other podcasts that I work with and also like have my own podcast, Rebel City. That has kind of like unintentionally turned into an interview show because... We started to get... It's serious subjects, though, that you mm-hmm. are doing on Rebel so, City. But <clears throat> what I think what's missing, really, in the sort of British podcast scene is this style that the Americans have got, like, absolutely down, where it's yeah. more just, like, a glimpse into people's lives. So It's a lot more casual. Absolutely. So Especially with, like, lockdown and stuff like that. Like, I think about people who are totally isolating on their own and maybe could really benefit from just having a more relaxed show where it is just like hanging out with a couple of people a couple of weirdos see how i like that oh i love that love that um if we are going to get guests man we're going to get a bigger bed no 
or we somebody can just could sit, sit right in the middle. Here. <laughs> you can sit on your knee. Come and sit in the middle. <laughs> they can have a leg on each of us, and they can show. No, we can we can squeeze them on the bed somehow. But yeah, if like people are just by themselves, it's really nice to put on some more kind of casual stuff. When it does kind of feel like hanging out with friends, like any any YouTubers that I watch. I like to gravitate towards lassies who I'm like, oh, I could go get drunk with you. I could just absolutely go on a night out with you and you would just be my chat, my kind of person. Like, I don't really kind of like polish stuff on YouTube, but it's like, here's how to get my perfect letter. I'm like, oh, no, I'm I'm not about that, pal. Mm-hmm. I like people who are like, so this one time, me and my pals getting absolutely steaming. Here's how I fucked up my day. I'm poor. Right, cool. No, aye, This cool. is my gal. I can sit and listen to this. Hank, like, for the well here's guest. a cat aye we'll get a couple <laughs> of cats this is salem for now he's just gone what the fuck is this man what he's doing yeah this is salem and salem is how much would you say salem weighs at least six kilograms mm-hmm. like big... at least six kilograms maybe can't see how big he actually is but he's the biggest cat i've ever seen in my oh, life man i've done that if anybody knows anything about smoking weed, they'll know that the worst thing you can do is get the skin Allegedly. caught. Ah, weed. <laughs> get the skin, getting the skin pushed down inside your joint. And ah, you fucked it. You might as well just rip the skin open, restart. I'm not going to restart. I'm just going to do weed. Mm. A wee doctor job on it. I'm like a fucking surgeon with joints. You are, to be fair. So, I'll salvage it. Anyway, first episode... Um, should we just talk about how we met? <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> it was Tinder. So, yeah, uh huh. So, I, there's like some sort of shame that comes with like being a Tinder couple. I feel from some people that people are almost like, oh, we met on Tinder. It's not as legitimate as meeting in a nightclub and getting home and uh-huh. steaming and full of coke and shagging each other mm-hmm. and then deciding to go with each other. But I, th- I don't know. I think there's nothing wrong with being like, was a wee Tinderella. Um, it's 2020, isn't it? How else are you going to meet people? Especially now. Oh my God. Like, I know. We didn't meet in 2020, but we met in 2016. So, can I really put it down to, it's 2020, it was 2016. But yeah, we did, we met on Tinder. Something. I think we had like messaged each other for a couple of weeks. Um, Sean I had still a, had a, a boyfriend. Um <laughs> Okay, so we're, we're going that level. And I was currently shagging my way through pretty much any woman that would have me in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but You're a busy boy. I think, like, first date. I well, I, ha- I had a plan because, like, okay, I sound like a scumbag, but it wasn't like that. It was... <sighs> I was with somebody, but I wasn't with somebody, if that makes sense. Like, it, it was ending. It was in the process of ending. So, yeah, and never cheated on the guy. Talking to people, some level. Seen what was out there. Um, <laughs> okay, he, here, right, when I explain the thinking pattern, it doesn't sound so bad. So, obviously, when you come out of a relationship, well, for me anyway, you want to just go get a one night stand, you want to just go and get your hoe, you want to just go and have some sex. And that's what you were supposed to That's what you were she's, supposed to be. She's seen the beard so, on Tinder and thought, that guy can fuck. He can fuck. No, I can't. Well, <laughs> so that was my plan. As it, was, it was supposed to be. To be. Can, but... <laughs> okay. So we wouldn't be here if you couldn't. So 
But you were supposed to be a one night stand, and then it's I've I've never quite had it happen like this. Obviously, with anybody else in my life, we kind of just met each other and haven't not hung out since. <laughs> I basically moved in with Paul a week after meeting him, which is quite intense. But for both of us, there was no kind of, oh, is this the person I want to be hanging about right now? It just felt so natural. There was mm-hmm. no doubts. We both just kind of went, like we magnets. Like in some ways we're so, 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 so similar. But in some ways we're so, 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 so different. And it just, it just fucking works. So like I say, you know, I say this to friends. If they're talking about like guys and messaging guys and oh, he's just, you know, he's, he's a bit hot and cold. I'm like, He's, no, he's like not the one then because it's never felt like that for me. I can only speak for myself, but I'm sure you're the same. I've never been like, oh, do you know, I just really like to just have this week to myself. It's from the moment we've met, we've kind of been like, right, this is the human I want to be chilling with. Aye. I'm the best me with this human. Mm-hmm. Even if we're doing nothing, like this is this is like something like, you Paul hang out so much, what do you do? Nothing. We just, <laughs> we just chill. This is basically what we spend what we most do of the majority time of the time we sit um, <laughs> i think like as a as a couple um we do do nothing a lot but we do like talk a lot yeah like we, we've got this lot. fucking horrible habit of pausing netflix and youtube videos Everything. and like talking for half an hour so we watch a 20 minute youtube video about um, so we're like big into meditation, we're big into like weed, we're big into hallucinogenics, like consciousness, exploring different aspects of just being a human. Mm-hmm. Which includes bopping. And <laughs> like, we'll pause the video and it'll be a 20 minute long video about somebody's DMT trip and we'll pause the video and talk for 45 minutes about what the person's talking about. So we, we find it tough to get through things uh-huh. and it, and it kind of annoys me a wee bit that but i'm just as bad as you and you're just Aye. as bad as me like i can't show button. paul fitness videos or anything about like weight loss because it's a wee bit triggering for you i think because you've had such a big weight loss journey of your own uh, yeah. but yeah if i put in any type of video about weight loss or fitness I'm just super opinionated about everything. It's I think it's something to do with being nearly forty. Me too as well. I'm a very opinionated like probably everybody I'm like I'm the most opinionated, the most headstrong, and still in comparison to you, I'm like mm. So anyway, like first date, um Sean tried to make like a pure amazing first impression on me by taking me back to a flat in Easterhouse oh. where there was a fucking junkie <laughs> sitting in her kitchen. Oh, no, I forgot. Oh no. Okay. And then had had to spend the night kind of like Did she touch you that night? No, I don't no. think so. I think that that was an all night, but right. I I had to spend the night one having like a weird experience where people were trying to explain to me how to roll a joint. And I was thinking to myself, you, you've got no fucking idea. Like, I've been rolling joints since I was fucking 12, and I'm nearly, I'm, I think at the time, I like 30. This was my best pal. So, like, 20 years I've been rolling joints. And then somebody was like, check. Like, you were talking up your pal, your best pal at rolling joints, and she rolled a joint. Who was better at rolling than me at the time? And, well, she's probably still better than rolling at you. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, 
<laughs> thank you. <laughs> silence. Silence is definitely not. Um, oh, she's fucking amazing at rolling joint. Rolled a joint in front of me, and I just thought that's just a average three skinner. Like, let's get the fucking. Let's oh, was get it, the was 12, it not a Highlander? Let's get the twelve. Probably even what's a fucking Highlander? You're like fucking smoking a poly, smoking <laughs> a, a paper bag. bag. Pure fucking the amount of paper that you're smoking. No. But anyway, it was like it was a surreal experience because I had this wee sort of smout junky woman say to me, "Oh, oh, she's beautiful, isn't she? Oh, like you gonna shag her? Oh, and I was just thinking, I'm like, what the fuck? But then as I like started to neck the bottle bucky, then I started thinking, hi, I'm, I'm going to shag her. Like, Plus we were cool with a fucking dartboard and all that in our flat. It wasn't cool. Let's no, imagine, go, imagine going back to Lassie's flat. They've got a fucking home bar. They've got a dartboard. They're rolling joints. You must have They've got a junkie. They've got a pet junkie. It was all, They've got everything I, you need. It was all like, it was all overshadowed by the fact that there was... I was really... A really loud... I mean, anybody can wants to go and listen to my podcast. I'm not being judgmental. I'm not being a dick by saying that this woman was a junkie. It's to, to paint a picture of the type of person that was a, that was she that was there. Part? It was mm-hmm. it it was honestly awful. But um, that was like my first impression. So like, I'm being honest. You're fucking lucky. I'm still gonna be. You're fucking lucky. I wanted a second date. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna hold back because this is why we're doing this podcast. The second you got your kit off, I thought, "Holy fuck, guy, this is mm, this has been this has been a good endeavor." I redeemed myself. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? With God's your God given <laughs> your God given <laughs> genetics, um, and I, I think after I tried you, I thought, "I want to see her again." But you're fucking lucky, honestly. <laughs> fucking lucky. You fucking loved my pet junkie, my home bar, mm-hmm. my wee council house in Easter House. What about the Kudzel House at Easter House? So what about you take me back? Meeting your best pal, which is obviously like absolutely no problem with any of that. I think the, the bit that I was a wee bit like, right, wait a minute, was when I walked in and seen, like you're saying, your pet junkie. But anyway, well, that was the first date. Mm-hmm. It was a good first date. <laughs> <laughs> For people that are like, oh shagging on the first date that's you shouldn't be doing that blah 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 blah. i totally totally disagree especially see if you're like a highly sexual person as well which i think me and paul both admit we are it's like really important you need to make sure that you're sexually compact like combat compatible it would have been a weird one night stand for you as you just you'd said like fucking 10 minutes ago the whole intention of going out with me was for a one night stand it would have been a weird one night stand for you aye, if you had me a fucking shag me aye, that's first date. it that's it uh-huh. but also on that note though i don't think there's anything wrong with having sex with somebody on the first date no and you do need to make sure that you're sexually compa- i can't say that word compatible compatible because mm-hmm. i've had dates with guys and they've seemed really nice You've got on or whatever, you get an okay chat with them and you're like, all right. And you do that thing where you're like, I'll play it classy. And you wait and you get four or five dates in. You've maybe invested like a month, a month and a half. And then you have sex with them and it's just... They've got a mushroom penis. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not even that. It's just not, not compatible. Compatible. It just, it just doesn't work. You just, just don't gel. And it's just... It's a deal breaker. It's just not going to work. Do I don't think mean? I've ever went out with anybody for any length of time that's been shite in bed. I'll be honest. It's very hard for a woman to be shite in bed for me. Um, 
if a guy's good in bed, but also if a guy shit in bed and you a woman are good in bed, you can still have like a really great sexual experience. So can he. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, just lie back. I'll take care of this. So as long as one of you is good at having sex, it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. It'll be all right. You'll make it through it. But it's not what you're wanting. You want to feel like you're at least being matched in terms of performance. Performance. That you're Aye. not just servicing somebody else. You want to feel like I was met with an equal there. Aye, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think it, that Aye, I definitely met my equal that night on the first date. Um, but aye, I think like you're saying, there's a stigma that goes a long way. Being a Tinder couple, there's a stigma that goes a long way shagging on the first date and we are both of them. Um, and age gap as well. So, aye, We've got a 10 year age gap. So Nine and a half. Well, aye. Do I forget how old Paul is all the time. And so do, so do you. Aye, I forget how young you are. You were on, no, like, no, I mean, you forget your own age all the time. You were on Zoom with somebody today and turned around and was like, how old am I? And I was like, I don't know. I don't remember how old you are. And then we were both, I was like, I think you're 37. You were like, no, yeah, I'm, I think, I think I'm 37 on Sunday. This is like currently what, Friday the 29th, will it be? Uh, No, because Saturday's the 31st. So, so it's, it's the 30th. 30th. No, it's Thursday the 29th of October. Oh, uh-huh. Um, and I turned 37 on Sunday. Um, I, I think and I'm 27 for reference. So like, I've definitely yeah. got some sort of like Peter Pan syndrome where I don't dress. I think I... I, you know, I hate that though. I remember when you first met me, you asked me, you were like, oh, I'm kind of excited to see how your, how your style changes as you get older, as you approach 30. And in my head, I was like, I'm going to dress like a 14 year old emo kid until I fucking die. Like I'm not emo changing her. Uh -huh. Like that, like me, this is me now. This is my fully, fully fledged form and I'm not changing it. Like I'm going to be wearing gutties, Converse, trainers, black skinny jeans, taps. Like that's it. Like I'm not going to start looking into blouses or shirt trousers and shit. Like, and I don't think you should change your style either. Just because you're like approaching for I've actually regressed. Like <laughs> people are like, there's a thing that's happened in the old Twitter where people are like, what's lockdown or what, what's COVID done for you? And people are posting selfies. Is that the how it started? No. How it's going No, that's thing? a completely different right. thing. Fuck's sake, man. You're supposed to be the younger one. Um, <coughs> you know Twitter. I know TikTok. Yeah, you can, you can, you can know TikTok all you want. Um, TikTok's for when? So good. Um, there's a thing happening on Twitter where it's pure what's COVID done for you and people posting pictures of them before lockdown and after lockdown and for me there's been a lot that's happened during lockdown I think that we've coped with it a, a lot better than it should really compare I, think, I, I feel good about the last sort of I had a couple of moments I had a couple, mm. like when it, when it first I'm sure everybody's pure the same but like when lockdown first happened in March, there was points in here where I was like, wow, I could so easily have a panic attack right now. Like just full on, just start hyperventilating about life right now and had to just breathe and get through them. But mindfulness, I think oh, that's what it's about. It teaches you that. Just take each moment one at a time. And I think that's just really how I've got through lockdown is just being like, right, today, sometimes even just this hour, just focus. Mm get through this moment but you've you've coped amazingly you really, i've had really my amazingly. moments as well but i've just like focused myself on like 
staying, I mean, if you're going to be locked in a room or in a flat for six months, and obviously we didn't envision it being six months, but if you're going to be locked away, you may as well do what you can, and I, I did what I can. Mm-hmm. That's a, I mean, I suppose we can talk about that diff- on like other episodes. like. But um, people are posting pictures of themselves and saying, like, what has COVID gave you? Anxiety. <laughs> other than anxiety. Great um, And I've completely forgot what I was talking about. You were saying how you have coped with lockdown? No, before that. Obviously, I can edit this. Talking about how we met. Oh. So, like, what COVID has gave me is a complete, like, no complete, but a slight regression in, like, my fashion and what I wear. Because I've went back to joggies and hats. I Started wearing skip hats again, and I've started wearing tracksuits again. And I've not done that, really, outside the house. I mean, genuinely, the last time I wore a trackie with any kind of, or a, a set of trackies with any kind of regularity B&A. has been about 20 years. No. And that's no joke. Oh no! Jesus. My cat, my t-shirt. Oh. The t-shirt. Oh no! Uh, no, the t-shirt. I've <laughs> got a pure talent for spilling stuff on myself. See, especially if we change the bed. It's a fresh set of bedding. I will spill it. If we change a bed, when we change a bed, all <laughs> the fucking time. When we change the bed. Mm-hmm. But no, your style is like, it's just got a bit comfier. Uh-huh. But that's to be expected. Like, but. So I, I, I don't dress like I'm approaching 40, I suppose. No, a lot of people in my generation day dress. What even is that? Like dressing like you're approaching 40? Is that like shirt trousers, shirts every day? No, like ties I would say that you wouldn't wear like fashion t-shirts, like a diesel t-shirt. You would you, you would wear maybe a polo shirt. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like what I would wear when I was working and re- as like management, I would wear knee wraps in my jeans. Mm-hmm. Brown leather shoes. Oh my god, rips in your jeans. So I would like And it expose you in your fucking awful shitty jean collection. With a pair of jeans what? on your head. No. Right. What where were we? Were we on the train? We were somewhere in public and Paul just opened his legs and you could just full on like see see everything like you could pure see your dick you through see, your boxes no, you, there was so much of your boxes exposed and i was actually like there is children like there is ch- like what if children like walk past like you can't don't open make it legs. like there was fucking wayne's in sight like, what, but what the, so we were somewhere public though where there could have been children there could have been wayne's popping up appearing and you had these jeans on your whole knee was exposed i don't even understand it like <laughs> i don't even understand it like i actually want to go and get them and show in fact where are these jeans? They're in my, my jeans drawer. i expose you. Right, because... Right. Well... What ones are they? Is it, is it these ones? Aye. Uh, right. Come on. Okay. Pull your mic back in. So, we'll start with the crotch. We'll start with the worst bit. This is the crotch. This is the crotch. And he's out in public <laughs> with this. Like, I could, I could, you could birth a child through that. Like that. And then, <laughs> like, what even is this? How is this even kept on? Look how big that is. That's what she said. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is going on with these? And look at this one. I hate these jeans so much. 
and you refuse to throw them away. Don't like my Kurt Cobain jeans. Or my fucking 90s Heroin grunge. Heroin addict jeans. That's one way of I've got that. a problem with smack jeans. Uh-huh. So you had a junkie in your kitchen and I dressed like a junkie. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You can't complain. So we get lucky. But I can tolerate junkie shit. Regression in sort of fashion. Starting to, I don't know. It just feels like you're saying I'm dressing more for comfort than anything else now. Because that's what everybody's been up to, isn't it? Sitting chilling in the house. Not much else to do. Yeah. So that's what lockdowns gave me. Um, couple of weirdos, I think we were calling it a couple of weirdos because. Well, we are. I think like there's something that happens with a lot of people. <gasps> I think that this happens. If you heard a cat meow there. It happens to every single person where everybody thinks that, on, that them and only them or only them and their girlfriend or only them and their certain group of mates are weird and have got like weird things that they do and say and weird sort mm-hmm. of like, I don't know, like shit that you would only do in front of each other. Or just like private in-jokes. Like everybody's got them. You always just think it's like so special to you. Mm-hmm. And so, because like, they are, they're like individual to you, but we all have them. Like every couple, like we've just got, we've got looks that we can give each other. Do you know what I mean? And like faces that we can pull. And we instantly know what each other's talking about mm-hmm. and laugh. I think that's the same for everybody else. And that's mm-hmm. why yeah. we were like, we should do a podcast where we talk about like the weird shit that we do. Like, mm-hmm. um, <gasps> like what? I have like, some of the some of the weird shit that we would do is, I think like, we sing songs to the cats. Mm-hmm. So we like, I used to play in a, a band and Sean's into musical theatre and done like musical theatre training and stuff like that. So we're like, into like, a lot of music and there's quite musical people so that like if there's uh-huh. i think you've got some people who are not singers at all and even if they're listening to music in the house they won't sing along they hate the sound of their own voice but because we're both singers we're listening to music the two of us are like belting along with the music and singing well sometimes it just depends on what key it's in if i can fucking belt along okay. but um we create songs for the cats mm-hmm. um so the first the original like the og Song for a cat was Hendy Puss. Uh huh. Our fat mate's cat Hendrix. He was rest in peace. Uh huh. Mm, old boy. Mm. But yeah, we had a wee song for him. We Hendy Puss, Hendy Puss, and it just—it's just so stupid. Like you just start saying it once, and then it just becomes a wee thing, and then it's just pure East theme tune. Uh-huh. And every Anytime time he's he walking comes into, into the, the room, room, you're just pure. You're singing his wee song. Hey, the but then, like, you pure <laughs> slow it down and stuff, and you, you change it. like. And then you walk in on each other, you start lying petting him, and you're pure. Singing the to the cat. Singing at him and stuff. And then, you, anybody else with pets, do you invent accents for them and, like, voices for them? Cause this is another thing that we do as well, which is weird. We are very good at talking. And we talk through stuff and we're good at not letting through like stuff sit. But sometimes we will have little mini, mini arguments. Well, I think like... Through the pets. No, but like the, the stuff we that we do like that is just like stupid shit. Like I'll say like Salem, shouldn't, mummy should roll a joint, shouldn't she? And then I'll be like, yes, mummy, mummy should roll a joint. Yes, mummy, it's your turn. You should roll a joint. It's never like... Passive aggressive, no, passive aggressive no, shit like arguing not. through their children. Like um, you hear people being like, "Oh, your mum does that, and that really annoys me." It's like, okay, 
Oh, that's that's maybe like an uncomfortable thing. Fuck, like, my parents did it and they were fucking brutal with it. Do you know, pure slagged each other off. Right. Yeah. So that's different. But I'll do stuff. Aye, it'll be stuff like that. I'll be stuff like, that doesn't actually matter with the other person. It's to stop and be like, are you actually having? You'd be like, no, I'm not actually having a go at you. Do you know? Like, I'm just usually it's stuff you're chancing with. Like, could be either one of us turns here to change this letter box. Aye, uh, exactly. Or but like, I'm gonna chance to like, see if I can get part of it. I fancy, I fancy a Chinese for like a treat Aye. meal, and I'll be like, do you want a Chinese? And you'll be like, no, no really, mm, well, don't really fancy that. Well, what do you Chinese? fancy, Sean? Um, typical woman. Uh, I don't know. Like, give me suggestions. Well, just give your fucking suggestion, Chinese. So but you've bad. just said no. <laughs> and then so we'll wait a wee bit, and it'll be humming and hawing. What about KFC? No. What about Nando's? No. What about that? No. Pizza? No. Right. Okay. And then I'll just be like, Salem, mommy should really make her mind up and just say that she wants a Chinese. Yes, mommy, you should just sit and say that you want a Chinese. It's shit like uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. It's not like pure it's serious stuff. Aye. Well, no doing shit to like. Aye. Stuff that we can't talk about before we get like beef. We sit and we fucking talk about that. I uh, always, always, but we do. We talk through the the pets quite a lot, mm-hmm. which is fun. But I th- I don't know. I think most people have little voices for their animals. I think you either are you just are a cat person or you're not. I always grew up with dogs. So I was like a dog person my whole life, and was always pure. Oh no, cats! The wee fucking wee funny things like they're hot and cold about you do you know what I mean? we always just grew up having dogs we've got a wee we've got a wee thing that we do when we see a puppy we go it's a wee puppy dog oh, so it's just shit like this like obviously <laughs> like you might be listening or you might be watching you might be thinking no i don't do it but i'm pretty sure because every single fucking interested couple, because... every single fucking couple that mm-hmm. you, you end up going do you know what i'm just gonna I'm just I'm got we we talk to each other in like funny voices, we did like put accents on, like I think everybody does it. I, I think couples in general have a way that they are when it's just they two and then they have a way that they are in public. I'm not to get a social justice warrior, but I think toxic masculinity plays a lot into it. I think guys, like girlfriends know like when you're with your boyfriends, he's are by yourself, it's just this poor he's a pressure and you can do the wee silly voices and you can get your wee pets and all that and it's just the pressure isn't there of like when your guy pals are there you change and it's like not up your oh, you change it's like everybody's a wee bit different when you aren't by yourselves yeah. but i think toxic masculinity does play into that for guys there's a way that they are with their girlfriends and then there's a way that they are around their guy i'm mates. sure that that is true I'm, I'm sure that that's the same for females as well like i totally they want more attention like Mm-hmm, but I just think it's more prevalent with like ooh, of course you do with boys and men <laughs> but it's I think the world that we're moving into is we're, we're trying to shake, shake the world that we're moving into we're trying to shake up all of these things that happen because of toxic masculinity and I think one of them could be men showing their softer side more often around their friends in public with their kids. I think this is like a pure passive aggressive. This is this is no. Sean talking to me <laughs> no. through a podcast. No, <laughs> no I think you I, I, I think you're I, really I think, I think that women out there should all just date anal for their boyfriends and just like <laughs> suck their balls and just like every night. I do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it is. It's harder. For, it is a wee. <laughs> it is a wee bit harder for guys, I think, to be softer, to 
to be. Aye, I think you're right. I think you're you're a hundred percent. Even right. sometimes to be silly, like I think there's a difference between guys being funny. Like guys can be really really funny. Like the banter, are taking the piss out of each other. Like love that shit. And between me and my friends personally, like that's how we express love to each other by like taking the cunt out of each other. Do you know what I mean? And mm. ripping each other down to like our souls because. Aye, it's our way of sh- for a lot of Scottish people, like that's a way of showing love. I think that's a British thing. I think that 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 like, but in particular, I think it's it's refined, and it's been perfected by Glaswegians. Like we are fucking brutal with our pals, and I love it. But so that's like funny humor, but then like being just like silly, is sometimes I feel not as accessible for guys. Or you can tell me like, what do you think? Do you find it easier to, like with you and your mates to have that kind of like funny slagging each other banter and then it harder to just kind of like be silly okay. be a bit goofy because you're always kind of like low-key competing for like dominance Aye. especially when you're younger like teenagers and stuff oh fuck like you can't just like, be like silly and goofy with your voices like I mean, these are pure woo, like, the, the try to be fucking head of the pack 100 percent. like being a teenage guy and like Walking class Glasgow was brutal, was absolutely brutal. And yeah. that sense of like who can slag who the most, mm-hmm. um, it actually get, I think there's something that gets lost on people that aren't exposed to that. Like, oh, it, definitely, it builds up your resilience and like a bit of bounce back ability. Um, but I think like you're right. I think when you're when you're a couple, like when we're alone, I'm st- I can be stupid, silly. I can be so fucking goofy, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be like that in front of like even my closest mates. I wouldn't. I, I mean, there there is a couple that we spend if uh, all your mates we spend the most time with, and they'll know who. We might even try and get them to come on if they would be coming on and sit and talk. Um, but I I try and like I, I try and be a wee bit mouth like do the silly cat voices in front of them. Like mm-hmm. sing the songs and that like obviously like um I I try and do that a wee bit more in front of them. It's just bit by bit, but I think like you're right. Like mm-hmm. I've got no no doubt in my mind whatsoever that every single one of my pals is like a pure fucking goofy bastard in front of their bird because oh. I'm a pure goofball. Do you know what I mean? Oh, at times. The same. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right, and it probably is more prevalent. I, I mean, I don't know what it's like when girls are by themselves. Because I've never been in that environment, like obviously, other than Madness. like maybe seeing them. But Madness. if you're saying that, like, I like women are like goofy, just as goofy with our friends and what they are with their boyfriend, then I would say like that. Me I, and my best friend, like, we, it's it's literally like play. Like when we used to live together in our flat in Easter House, and we would wake up and be like, we are making a blanket fort in the living room. Like, go, go, go. Do you know what I mean? And like, I like, like I wouldn't <laughs> make a blanket fort. <laughs> like, like, yes, fucking Wednesday planned. Like, uh-huh. amazing. Like, just absolute play and fun. And I think, like, especially with your best friend, that's the level of of joy you should be able to have with them. The level of, like, openness. And it, it is. It's harder for boys. It's harder for guys to have that with each other. Because there's always this kind of wee competitive element aye girls can have that too like don't get me wrong like, this isn't like a just on guy things like blah 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 but more so it's just it's a lot easier I think that when when girls. females actually compete like that it doesn't feel right to them like yeah. I don't I think that that's them adopting a masculine sort of 
pro- projection yeah, on Yeah, usually when girls are competing, it's for a guy. It's your, well, their final. I think they, they, they compete because that that's the society that we live in. It's like we're in competition with each other. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they do compete now and they do want probably more likes than their pal on their social media posts or whatever way that they'll compete. Like guys dick measure in different ways. Like Yeah. Well, if your football team's be- doing better than another guy's football team, that's a way of sort of being like, yes, it's like one-upmanship. And I think like females definitely do that. They just date in different ways, but that's yeah. the society that we live in. But what I think is, is that that competition is actually a part of masculinity. It's actually part of being a guy, like, because that's the way that we were bred as hunter-gatherers is we're in competition with each other. But females, they do that but I feel like it's a discomfort thing for them. They don't feel completely comfortable, whereas guys feel more comfortable being in competition with each other. Well, just just being a woman, it's, it's harder to do anything, which is a more masculine state. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why, like, depression hits males and females differently because for women, I feel like you just automatically put all your self-hatred in the way, but for guys, it's much easier to put it outwards. Not saying like men and women experience depression differently, but I think maybe guys, it's easier for them to go with anger about stuff. Like, I'm angry about my childhood, I'm angry about this. And it feels like an outward projection of that energy, of that emotion. But for girls and women, like, you're trained by society, you're trained by peers, by other women, by other men, not to display anger. You know, anger isn't pretty. Don't be angry. Don't mm-hmm. be, you know, all these other kind of masculine emotions. So for girls, I think you just end up putting all that anger, like your child, whatever it is, your anger into yourself, and it results in self hatred. You know, feeling I like think, you need to. I get that, mm. but I think that guys are feeling that as well, man. Don't know if that's an exclusive it's, thing. I think for it's. Women, I think like... it's. It really is changing. I think it used to be that. It really. It's our capitalist society. Society. And it's the patriarchy. It's the patriarchy. How did I know you? Oh, we bring stuff back to us. It's the capitalist society that we live in. And it's the patriarchy. It's this two things fucking up everybody's fucking day. Like capitalism is going to play off the patriarchy's MO, make women hate themselves, compete with each other for the male gaze, Uh blah, blah, blah. And then they feed into your insecurities to sell you shit. But now that those industries have been pretty much perfected, like, as a woman, you just have to turn your phone on and oh, you feel shit about your body, about yourself. Fuck, I better go get that skinny tea Kim Kardashian's chatting on about. Diarrhea tea. <laughs> Diarrhea tea, fuck's sake. But, like, they've, st- they've started realising, hey, we can make a lot of money doing that for guys now as well. And for, I think hair's a big one for men. Like, oh, they play into the insecurity of going bald, male pattern baldness. There's so much bullshit they will sell you around that, which Aye, none, none of it, helps, it works. Man. None of it's going to help. None of it works. And just as like advice, like as if any guy was like struggling with their hair and going bald, like shave your head bald and practice some sort of self-love and love yourself and be confident. That's so sexy. Like if I met a guy and even if they were like in like their 20s or whatever, you know, and they were like, I'm completely fucking bald. I own it. I don't give a flying fuck. Nobody can tell me that I'm not good looking. I'm so confident. Like, do you want to date me? I'd be like, yeah, oh my God. Uh-huh. Like, that is it. Rather than somebody who's, like, you know what it's like? Who's wearing hats, try to hide it and try to, like, delay kind of the inevitable. Well, if if you think about it, it 
let's just go right the way back to like the first superhero, Superman. Okay. His arch nemesis, Lex Luthor, is bald. Superman has got like a full head of hair and the wee curl at the, at the front. So, but like, Lex Luthor had the confidence. That's about. Still getting bitches. Don't try to say you would suck Lex Luthor's dick. Um, <laughs> who would you rather? Who would you rather fucking shag, Lex Luthor or Superman? It's got to be Superman. Fucking betas. Like, Superman's <laughs> so boring. He's right. my least favorite. But anyway, superhero. back to my point. Like the point is, is that <laughs> that's point? just that's just the way that it's sold. That's just the way that it's worked out. We're saying that Two now seconds, right? it's capitalism. See if, see if, like this is a good example of where, like, by complete and utter accident, like a a total capitalist venture rooted in the patriarchy is bad for men because. The majority Bad of men over 30 are bald. So mm. the whole fact that they sell you like bald is bad to a certain extent. It's, just it's that, bad for absolutely everybody. It's bad for men, it's bad for women, it's bad for aye, trans people. But just everybody. in that example is like Lex Luthor. Like the bad guy is just completely bald. Like, haha, look, what he, that's why he's a fucking grumpy wee dick. That's why we need representation. Fun. Well, like... Bald men that are babes. I Well, my point was from there... How many leading men in movies, TV shows are bald? Was that one guy, no? Who? There's probably been one or two. Like, fucking Kojak. (laughs) Fucking Terry Salas. Go go back in time, though, and look at, like... We were were talking about Joey Tribbiani. Joey Tribbiani, by 2020 standards, is, like... He's not a pure Adonis. But back in the 90s, like, Joey Tribbiani was pure... That's a tangent. Joey Tribbiani, or, like, Matt LeBlanc, has still got a full fucking head of hair. Like, just because he was a wee bit chubby. Like, that's another thing. That's another level to it. My point is, is that that is an accident thing. See if everything was was done. You don't think it's deliberate that they've started being like, we can make money from men's insecurities? Oh, no, absolutely. Let's fucking jump on that. My point, if I can go back to my original point before we took it off on a tangent, um... Sometimes things are done, not deliberately, that go bad against one of the, the two sexes. Like, I think that there's a lot of people out there that would be like, everything's done to, like, advantage men. Everything has been done to advantage men. I think that that is, an, like, an accidental thing where media has been no, everything's, like, oh, everything's been head. done to advantage men because everything's been done by and for men and there's not been women in power doing shit. So maybe there could have been corrupt women in there no, doing not, shit I'm, for I'm women, but it's that. always just been men I'm not saying running that. shit. Aye, the, the mm. men have run shit and they've told other men that being bald is bad. And the majority of men over 30 are bald, so all these guys think that they're a piece of shit just because pure accident probably, do you know what I mean? And Who the knows? irony is that you actually go bald because of like extra testosterone. So you're merry a man. If you're you've got a bulgy head. <laughs> if you're going bald, you've got extra testosterone. <sighs> right, we're rambling now. I know. 45 minutes in, what do you want to do? Do you want to have a look at some of your ideas? Do you want me to? Then we can maybe have yeah. another like chat about something and then... So, the shag marry avoid thing, but never again once more in every day. Aye, so... Okay, like... right, so I came up with a game because we were thinking, we are like, right, we need to think of some some shit to talk about so i thought of a game it's not snog marry avoid it's once more never again or every single day for the rest of your life so for paul well, we do this every week aye, aye, and, I, and you do you create one, one for me and then i'll create one for you 
mm-hmm. and we'll try and do it like this will be like a regular segment to like stop to like finish and of course, the show any suggestions or whatever i think i if it like do you know what i mean like absolutely mm-hmm. so can i start with mine then because i've got my first one is it the same it can't be the same one you asked me the other night oh uh, how okay right no because that's shite for me then i don't right, like, let me think then let me i know them or do you have yours for me um Bali. Mm-hmm. Okay. Puppies. I don't have a puppy. But just puppies in general. Puppy. Okay, puppies in general. <laughs> he held Papa puppies Papa. and he's pure what? He's pure and the puppy. And being able to speak. Oh. So it's always once more and never Bally's hard because Bally's my job right so like I'd need to get like a whole nother fucking job talking like what the fuck can I type because I like type stuff and like play it out loud could I have like devices to talk for me just just which your gut instinct no, you've got to give me like the details. Do you know what I mean? So like, because this, this is what you did the other night as well. You were like, "What's the the conditions? The conditions? Conditions I say. Um, right. What 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 conditions do you want? So Bali is my job. Can I do something else there? Money then? Absolutely. That's it's replaced <clears throat> instantly. You just can never Bali dance again. If I choose puppies every day, does that mean that I've got multiple puppies every day? You have. Unlimited puppies. <gasps> and being able to speak is just flat being able to speak. Okay. It won't impact your income. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay. Okay. Bali, never again. What? I speak once more to say, like, bye, motherfuckers. I'm mom. away. <laughs> live the rest of my life with all my puppies. And then puppies. Unlimited puppies. Unlimited puppies every single day. Oh, I'd be so happy. That's my dream. I think I would tell my you My dream job is dog walker. I would, here would have been mine. <laughs> Barry, never again. I thought that's what it was going to be. Okay. But mine would be, once more, a puppy, but forever. <laughs> Just one puppy, but forever. But you never asked for that. That's not, that's, that's not the game. That would be every single day then. That would be puppies every single day. But it's once more. And then you'd get to speak the, once the more. The puppy never ever leaves you. It's like a puppy that's just always there. No, of course. I would have... I, Real, realistically, I'd, I'd I keep would have speaking, done, I would have done Bali... Nev- Bali once more. Bali, Bali never again. Um, puppy once more. And being able to uh, speak. Being, like, being able to speak like just a... Like forever. Of course, that's a common sense choice for me. Uh-huh. Okay, your ones. Let me have a think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take as long as you want, because I can just cut it. Like, <laughs> I can just trim this, or we could time lapse. Actually, okay. The first one. Gonna make these super super difficult. Like super super. We can't super. make them too hard, but right, see if it's too mm. hard. Like, let me. Okay. So the first one is any form. Can we make it a rule that we don't ever use each other? Okay, okay. Oh, that's cute. 
That's cute. It's just because I don't want to have to tell you that I would be leaving. But you'd be the different again. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, fair fuck. Okay. So, right. The first one is working out. Any form of working out. Any form of exercise. Riding a bike. Going to MMA. Going to the gym. Any form walking. of Walking. So can I walk? No, you can walk. Right. But you can't even take a brisk walk. I'm not like... What if, I'm, what if I'm in a rush? You fucked it. No, come on. You need on, to jump in a taxi. Come on, come on, come on. There needs to be like... No, because then you get your exercise I'm by not allowed to, I, I'm not allowed to... Let's just say that the only thing that I'm allowed to do is body weight. Because <laughs> then you're limiting my body functions. That's like compounded. That's multiple. So all I'm allowed to do is body weight. I'm not allowed to go no, to the gym. No, you can't lift weights. Body weight. So I can I do a push-up. Can do a push up. No, you can't do. No, 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 but no. Then you're, no, no, then no, no. you're hundering you my can, body no, no, functions. No. Okay, right. See, so you can compounding. walk. You can walk. You can walk fast. You could even if you are running late for something, do a light jog. I'm allowed to. Right? I'm allowed to move in a way that is functional. Way. Right. Okay. That's my rules here, right? Okay, okay. So no form of working out. Okay. No MMA. No riding a bike. No going to the gym. Okay. The second one. No watching any kind. Of sports event, you couldn't go to see Celtic in person. Okay, you couldn't check the score on Twitter. You couldn't watch. I'm not allowed to check Twitter for football scores. No, you couldn't watch MMA. You could uh, UFC. None of that. Okay. No form of sport. Easy. And then the third one is, I was gonna make it just no smartphone, but I might extend it to no technology. Oh, no technology. That means no TV. So basically, that that shite. Um, it's a good one. It's a tough one. I would n- no exercise ever again. Right. Then you've got to pick between because technology, technology is everything, babe. That's right. Like let's me re- toothbrush. Let, let's reduce it then. Let's make it okay. No <laughs> smartphone. You couldn't have a smartphone the rest of your life. So like, you could keep your MacBook because that's work. But like you couldn't go on. I'm only on allowed tw- to work. Oh, you, you're only allowed to work on it. You couldn't go on Twitter. You couldn't go on Facebook. None of that. You would literally just have to use it for work stuff. You couldn't use an iPad uh-huh. to like sit on Twitter. You couldn't have so... a smartphone. You can have a trap phone so you're reachable. That's it. Ex- any form of exercise, social media, and smartphone, and. Online sports, or not any, 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 form, any of form of sports. Any form of sports. So it's either working I mean, out, we've got I, it, working I mean, out. The smartphone, sports, the smartphone and the sports, I could live with it. But exercise in the gym and, and I couldn't live with it that. So would you work out every day? Yeah. And I, and I do that. I know you do. Um, I would, and the once more, I would say the once more sport. Like, I would go to a big sporting event, like... Go to a Celtic game. Go to a Celtic game or something like that, one, one more time. And I would never again with a smartphone. Like, the smartphone's, like, great. And I do use it a fair amount. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'd say of, like, it's probably an average amount that people my age, of, like, people of your generation, I don't use it anywhere near as much. No. Um, but um, I could easy give up, like... And I mean easy in the sense that it would be fucking shit for a while. 
Uh, but I would get used to it. I think it would be amazing eventually, though. Mm. If you had something like a real... <laughs> be imagine, normal because you're like i lost a bet and i can't ever have a sm- mm. an iphone again but if you but if you had something like that and you for whatever reason you just didn't have an iphone to, it probably enrich your life you'd probably be so much more present in what you're doing compare yourself a lot less as long as you could work, as long as like you're saying like All i think right. that that's the problem for the me thing. my work's connected this to is my the thing now. that i think everybody's work is connected in some way shape or form to the internet mm-hmm. so like that's just the way that the world works now so i would say that like i would need to be able to work and you say you can work it's just you're not allowed to socialize or just for pointless meaningless pleasure or distraction or whatever you're not allowed to use your devices i could easily do that i've self-imposed it so if it became mm-hmm. a rule i would get used to it i know that i would get used to that change sporting events i it would be shite but at the same time like I'm pretty sure I would adapt. That's another, I think that was another thing that I think would probably enrich your life. Like the anxiety that Celtic gives you. Do you know, like sometimes I'm sitting and like, it's exciting I, I, support, I support Celtic as well, but it's nowhere near the same level that Celtic is in your life. Like you went to all the Celtic games with your dad. It was such a big part of your relationship with him. And you and your mates always getting like season tickets and stuff like that. I know sometimes I'm like, see if Celtic does shite here and doesn't do well today in this game. Like, Paul's going to be in a wee bit I think that's, that's changed like, very no, much no recently. Pure, it's changed since lockdown because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest, like... But it does affect last you. Last season... Bums you out. Uh, last season, Celtic played Lazio and Milan and I clean sweat through a t-shirt. <laughs> and, I, and I remember we won the game. We scored a last minute goal. And there was no expectation for Celtic to actually even do well in that game. Um, it was always like it was a sort of win-win as long as we had a good performance if we get beat we're playing Lazio in Rome if we draw amazing we got a result we won 2-1 but I had clean sweat through a Mm t-shirt and I can remember after that game we get some food delivered and mentally I said to myself enough's enough with us I kind of deal with this this is actually impacting you like physically to the point where you're sweating through a Mm t-shirt it's no like joyful uh, see we scored a last minute goal against Lazio in Rome I should have been fucking so happy I was just for some reason there was just this mad relief it was just that's all I'm feeling mm-hmm. is relief which means that I've got so used to Celtic winning that I don't feel joy when they win I feel relief that they've not been beaten so <laughs> that's the way I felt last season and I saw obviously it stopped abruptly with like Corona in March and since then I've actually made a conscious choice to be like, I'm going to try and enjoy Celtic. Are your reactions Obviously, haven't been as I'm going wild to be dis- as well? I'm going to be disappointed when they lose and I'm going to be happy or I'm going to be like chuffed when they win. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm moving into more that space where people start to go, I like to see them win. Uh, remember how you used to um, scream when Celtic scored? Like it, it used to give me anxiety because you would actually be like, like standing up and like screaming your head off Aye, just because they'd scored and I'd be pure Whoa, and as I've like, like mentally sort of deconstructed chill. it and when I'm going to like not be like that I'm going to like mm-hmm. just enjoy the football watch it and enjoy it and don't be just sitting there going I don't want Celtic to be the one imagine when I remember like that imagine when I, so there's like ballet competitions that happen like throughout the year and I love them and they like televised well not televised but like, like streamed live and stuff now imagine I was like that watching like America Grand Prix for Bali. Something new surprise. Where where do females tell you about Westlife concerts? 
fuck up. That's real. <laughs> never been a fucking Westlife concert in my no, life. My first I'm, concert I'm was Slipknot. I'm joking, but where do women get that? I suppose maybe they don't need it. Maybe that's guys letting off the testosterone and letting off the steam, and that's one of the differences between men and women. With each other, like we let off a lot of energy with each other. Do you know what I mean? Like just like muff diving each other. <laughs> you wish. Just like phoning each other and just like chatting and like getting that. Like okay, this is universal. You do my nothing with a lack of details you give me on stories. I'm like, how did it go with blah blah blah? Went good. What'd they say? Ah, they're all right. Well, and I'm like, no, I'm let's start from the beginning. Like, where are they late for you meeting them? What were they waiting? Like, what were they saying? How were they feeling? Like, what was the first subject? What was their pick? Like, well, it's, that's I don't know, even need to ask for that babe, from like my girl mates. Like, we will give each other like all the details and like, blah, 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 well, like you know, babe, I just love so much in the moment that it's no, just like, no, it's a pure I'm nonchalantness. I'm kidding on, right? Like, good. It's no, uh, it's no nonchalantness. I think like a lot of the time. I think sometimes you're, you're right. Like I don't, and I think a lot of the time, all men. This isn't just you. Yep, you've had your chance. <laughs> now let, now let the men speak. Oh. Joan, obviously, fuck's sake. Um, I think like a lot of the time when I come back for a counselling client, you're really interested, and I've spent so much energy doing three, four hours of counselling. That I don't want to speak, and also it's exhausting listening to people talk about how like shit life is and stuff. Yeah, I don't want to speak about it, and you're like really interested, or and I'm mm-hmm. like saying that the sessions have went really, really well. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like signposting. I don't want to talk about it. That's for even stories with like friends, though. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes it's like, ah, oh, what were like, oh, you were over at fucking Darns all day. Like, what were you chatting about? Pure. Uh, stuff journalists like that like, well, where I'm like I'm like here's here's what we here's what we discussed blah, 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 and I can tell you like what order like and everything that we were we were talking about and you say that but sometimes you can back for Stacey's and you're so stoned and you're just like <laughs> I'm like what, was Stacey mentioning it and you're just like like if I'm way darren if I'm way like mates I'm smoking uh, so I come back and I'm stoned and I think sometimes what happens is is that more you, just noticing, not like judging it either, aye, but more absolutely. just being like, it, it just, it's just one a good of those example things that's a, a bit different. Like, this is how we, like, we talk about stuff. We go backwards and we go forwards and it's like, oh, I've noticed this and it's like, oh, but here's my point of view in it. And then we end up just going like, cool. Oh yeah, this is, this is how we talk through our issues. We absolutely just like sit with stuff and just like you're saying, we just go back and forth. Is that what you were meaning? Mm-hmm. Like talking through like couple shit. Mm-hmm. Serious shit. Actually. So Sean's basically putting it there that she wants me to talk more about stuff. When no, I, I think back. you do. I think you do so well. I think like we actually talk a lot, and like it's it's just got better and better since we met. I actually don't feel like we need to like talk more or whatever. It's just about keeping on top of like little things that Nicholas and lockdowns actually helped with that because we've had to make the adjustments it's because like, we're with each other all the time. So mm-hmm. it's different when you're going out to work all day. And I'm going out to work all night and then you're coming home and you've only got a wee bit of time and you're like, Do you know what? Yeah, you'd have a lot of adjustments to make. <laughs> <laughs> For what? No. I'm joking. But rather than being like, oh, do you know what? I, I could bring up that wee thing that's been bothering me, but I won't because he's been out of the blah, blah, blah. When you're with each other all the time throughout lockdown, it's kind of like, actually, no, we need to talk about those wee things because we can't have them sitting festering because we're hanging out with each other all day. Mm-hmm. We don't want that hanging over us. So I think lockdown's actually been really good for that. Anytime there has been something going on, the two of us have been like, 
when you're in that this in the bud because uh, you can't let it go on for a couple of days, which no. you could have done pre-lockdown. Let it go on for a couple of days, let the emotion... I, th- I think a lot of couples do that. I think it's it's not that out of the normal. I think a lot of couples healthy. as well don't just... They, oh, uh-huh. They would, they would think that I'll let it simmer down for maybe a day and then I'll talk about this tomorrow and then they, they don't ever talk about it. Like, I think that there is, there's definitely been... I find it better to talk about the stuff in the moment. I prefer to talk about, let's just sit down and talk about this. Maybe uh-huh. take like half an hour to like cool down if there's something that's annoying you and then just go, look, we need to talk about this. Yeah. But the, I'm I, really emotional as well. So I I like wear my emotions on my sleeve so I couldn't like hide my face and kids on that I wasn't annoyed by something. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like my face would be sitting tripping me. So I kind of have to also bring it up, but I think that's better. Sorry, that's my, my phone going off. My multiples of phones. But yeah. Trap phone. My trap phone. But phone I broke. think, like, that's probably a good place just to stop. Like, we've just been chatting chat for, like, an hour. And this is just... What will day, I suppose. Aye. Aye. I think, like... Like, I, I, would, I would like it to maybe feel like we could be, like, your pals or your couple pal. That you just could have on the background and just listen to us because this is, this is the, sh- the shit that we would chat with our pals anyway if they're around you know what i mean and it's probably a wee bit more candid than what we would do in front of most friends yeah but we've, we've got like our close friends though who uh-huh. we absolutely just pretty much talk about everything in front do you think of them. we could do an episode where we whisper the following episode <gasps> asmr asmr episode <gasps> paul hates asmr my ASMR voice is from Bear's Oh Den. no, don't fuck People <laughs> vomit and try to get to sleep Anyway, like I I, this, We're just going to chat shit I think like we could maybe try and get people to come in But maybe just like sit them here next to the bed I, I think it's there. it's funny if they've got to sit on the bed with us They've but got to chill it, We're going to have a logistical problem with a microphone if they're, if they're sitting And there's only room for one guest And we can screech. I don't know. We can screech. I don't know about that. But anyway, we'll maybe do like a few episodes where we just sit and we just talk shit. Um, and Aye. then we'll see maybe once mm-hmm. restrictions and COVID-19 and everything else just goes back to normal. But mm-hmm. until then, I'm quite happy just sitting. Just Winter as well, like second lockdown. Do you know what I mean? And if you want just pals to put on in the background. A couple of weirdos. A couple of weirdos. We could be that. <laughs> anyway. Catches. I know. Thanks.